0: Welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Podcast, where we work through the things holding us back from saving money, paying off debt, um, just keeping us stuck in the spot that we're in, right? That we don't want to be in. And one of those things is food costs. So we're going to talk about how much should you really be spending for food for your family, for yourself? Uh, you know, if it's two people, what can you really get by with, uh, on a monthly basis, weekly basis, and how to kind of stick to that and cut some costs because, this is a big, big expense. Um, Even as much as people pay for their uh, housing, mortgage, rent, car payments, like food is a huge expense. And it is one that we do have some flexibility with and can cut costs um, on and Find some simple ways to save money because as a busy mom of three, I don't have time to be running around to 15 different stores a week, shopping through the, you know, the coupons and the, the weekly sales and all of those types of things. Now, when I have time or I know, um, and I get in a routine, there are times that I may do that. And there have been times that I have done that before I had three kids <laughs> with one kid, two kids. It was a lot easier with three, not so much in trying to run a business and all of those other things. So now I um, find some other ways to cut expenses and I'm not a truly like super frugal person anyway. And so the idea of clipping a hundred coupons and then keeping them more. And I have done that. <laughs> I have clipped a bunch of coupons. I have had a coupon organizer that I took with me to the store and all the things, and I didn't find that it was worth it. It wasn't worth my time and effort. And usually the things that they had coupons for were name brand. And so I buy store brand most of the time, and that was cheaper regardless of the coupon. So I was never an extreme couponer. I still don't get a lot of times how they really manage that on a regular basis. Now I could see it occasionally if you found a really good sale uh, where you could kind of do that, but oh my gosh, the time and energy and effort it would take to be an extreme couponer. I just don't have the time for that. Before we dive in, I do want to let you know that um, this is one of the things that I teach inside of Money Success Club, and that we keep each other accountable. Uh, to and try to mitigate some of those expenses as a group. And this month is actually uh, the theme for Money Success Club. Each month we have a specific thing that we talk about and teach about and kind of focus on. Um, and that is meal planning for the month of August, 2023, when I'm recording this. And you can get in on this focus for the month by joining Money Success Club. It's only open for a few days and it won't be open to get until October. So this is just kind of a flash opening so that you can get in and get refocused, restarted before the craziness of school, getting back, and then then it's fall and holidays, and before you know it, it's going to be 2024. So if you are ready to kind of refocus, reset, get your uh, meal planning and meal costs under control, come join us inside of Money Success Club at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash So MSC for Money Success Club, it'll be open Wednesday, August 2nd through Sunday, August 6th. After that, you'll have to join the wait list and come join us in October. So this is not open all of the time, um, but trust me, it's totally worth it. You don't want to miss this opening. It's a great time to reset and get refocused before the busyness of (laughs) the fall and school be back in session. All right, so Um, let's talk about cutting our food costs. So, and how much should you really be spending per person? I get this question a lot inside of money success club, uh, because people spend way more than they realize or that they want to, right? Like I know one family inside of money success club, uh, they have three young children, two adults, so family of five, and they're spending over two grand a month on food. Um, there's really no reason to spend over two grand a month, uh, especially when you're being intentional and planning and kind of figuring out how you can cut expenses without driving yourself insane. Right. Like that, that is the key here. We, we don't want to make ourselves crazy, but we still want to save some money. Right. So, um, you know, whenever, um, we were not being intentional with our spending. And before we started paying off debt, we were spending over $1,200 a month on food. And that was in 2015. So, um, now, you know, we have an extra kid, our kids are older. Like at that time, our kids were little, 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 they did not spend, like, it was not reasonable to be spending that much money for the family that we had at that time. Now we spend on average anywhere from 800 to a thousand dollars a month with older kids. That's a lot of um, processed foods, pre-packaged foods. Um, I always find it funny when people say that eating healthy is more expensive when in reality it's not, it's actually cheaper. Um, especially if you are eating healthy, not buying all the prepackaged stuff. That's where costs come in when you're buying processed foods and a lot of prepackaged things. Now, obviously a key place that you could save on that is um, prepackaging your or packaging your food yourself. So instead of buying um, little bags of snacks for the kids to take to school, you could just get reusable zip, you know, Ziploc's a brand, but uh, resealable bags, you can get reusable ones on Amazon, super cheap. And do it yourself. Right. So, um, the last couple of years, depending on the time of year, I haven't always had time to even do that or the energy, the mind space to deal with that. So I've bought prepackaged stuff so that I can just throw it in their lunch bag and not worry about it. Right. Um, this coming year though, all three kids are going to be in school all day and I will, um, I should be able to kind of start doing those things again, um, and kind of take more time to plan and, um, prep and things like that whereas before um, I just haven't had the energy the time the mental space to care enough to do it so uh, that's one of the things I'm kind of excited to kind of get back to a lot of those things that the last couple of years I haven't had time to do and so um, I'm really looking forward to this next chapter I feel getting guilty about that because I was very sad like when preschool ended and we did all the end of the year stuff, the graduation stuff, I was very sad. You know, my baby's going to kindergarten. Now that it's uh, been two months of summer, I'm ready for them to go back to school. Please just go. I need some time by myself. Uh, So yeah, I'm sure you guys can relate to that. So, you know, when you factor in the cost of prepackaged processed snacks and lunches and food and stuff, the cost is going to be higher, right? As opposed to making your own stuff like um, you know, one of my children loves Uncrustables specifically, those are like a dollar a piece where I could just make a peanut butter and jelly, like at home for like a couple cents. I don't even know, like 10, 20 cents, maybe 50 cents, you know, uh, super cheap, uh, a lot cheaper than Uncrustables, but Uncrustables are easy. Right. But what I could do and we'll start doing is making Uncrustables myself and putting them in the freezer. So then they're all set and ready to go. And we have a deep freezer. So that's another um, thing that comes up is people will tell me that their uh, freezer um, gets a lot of frost or will get freezer burnt a lot. And what I have found is that happens a lot with your fridge freezer combos and your freezer that you're using all the time. You're opening and shutting the door a lot. So if if you get a deep freezer, I don't have many issues with that at all. And there are some things that you can do to kind of help mitigate that help, um, lessen it. Um, the only time I throw food away is if it's like really severely freezer burn. If there's a little bit of kind of condensation frost on there, just a little bit, it, to me, I don't taste the difference. And if it's going into like a soup or a casserole where it's like smothered in other flavors and you don't really notice it, um, I'll save that for those types of meals. Uh, and so a deep freezer really helps with that. Now, if you're getting that a lot, you may need to, um, think about getting a separate freezer. Um, just to help with the cost. It'll be worth it in the long run if you have the money, of course. Um, So that is something that you can help do, um, especially if you are um, an empty nester and you're trying to go from cooking big meals for lots of kids and older kids, teenagers, down to making a meal for two. It's kind of hard to make those adjustments when you're cooking. And what you can do is you can keep the same measurements and then just portion it out and go ahead and freeze it. And I do that a lot too with certain meals. I'll put it in a freezer pan. I will put a layer of uh, plastic wrap, cling wrap on top and then foil on top of that because that cling wrap will collect all that condensation, that frost. And then when you go to cook it, you just take that off, take the the plastic off and then put the foil back on. So obviously the plastic doesn't melt and all that moisture doesn't go back into the food. So that helps a ton. Um, And, you know, freezer bags, I put a lot of meals flat in the freezer. Um, So you know, if you're struggling with that from going from feeding a lot of people down to yourself for, you know, you and your spouse, uh, that's one thing you can do to kind of build up a stockpile in your freezer. This will help you save time. uh, It'll help you save some money uh, and it'll help you get through months where maybe funds are a little bit lower. You need to kind of stretch your food budget a little bit. Um, You'll be able to kind of spend less that month because you already have meals prepared and you don't have to buy as much at the grocery store that month. Right. So, all right. So let's talk about how much should you really be spending per person? Now I have the USDA food plan cost average. I'm going to share my screen. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to see that if you're listening, I'm just going to kind of explain it, but you can also just Google USDA food plans and food costs um, and it'll have it on there as well. That's all I did. So this is for May of 2020. 23 so very um recent all right so now it has a low cost moderate and liberal plan uh it has it broken down by weekly and monthly so let's talk about the monthly costs let's just say the liberal plan because most of you are probably overspending unless you're already being intentional with meal planning and all of that. But for those of you that aren't and you need to kind of um rein it in a little bit, let's talk about that. So uh let's say the monthly cost, let's just say um 19 to 50, 450 ish dollars 455 for a male between 19 years and 50 years. Okay. 450 bucks a month. That's not terrible. Uh, Then when you've got a female, the same age, $400. Um, So if it is just two of you and you're, you know, less than 50 years old, you're looking at if you're male and female, about $855 a month. That's a lot. When you think about two people, like that is a lot. Now their low cost plan. Like if you're really saving, they've got about 300 for a male, the same age and two, 260-ish for female the same age. So what is that? Three, five sixty. That is um a lot more reasonable. Um, so you kind of have that range um there. So you have what did I say five, five sixty-ish to eight. Uh, I've already lost it, eight fifty-five, eight sixty-ish. So there is a wide range for just two of you. Um, and what and let's add in some kids here, and then we'll talk about what I think you should be spending. So obviously, as an individual, you're going to spend more because you. It's hard. It's not cost effective to buy smaller amounts, even if you're just one person. <laughs> Usually, it's it's cheaper to buy in bulk, but you're not going to use it all. So it's kind of like, oh, what do I do? I don't want to spend all this money. I'm not going to eat it. So obviously, you're not saving money if you buy too much. Uh, but you know, even the small uh, portions of things still costs a lot of money. So, um, you know, as one person, you may not be able to save as much money as like two people, right? So um, it just kind of depends on what you're buying, uh, what you're eating, what you can you know, freeze. So maybe, um, you know, even though if you're just one person, you can uh, freeze your leftovers, you know, make a normal quote unquote, normal size, and then kind of divvy it up. If you don't like to eat the same thing all week, cause I know I don't like if, even if I eat some leftovers, I'll eat leftovers like once, maybe twice in that week. Um, And so I know most people don't want to eat like one thing all week. So you can definitely freeze. You can freeze like most things, even if you're not sure if you can freeze it, you probably can Like there's not much that you can't freeze. Um, And I freeze a lot of food. Um, Usually if it has a high water content, um, it doesn't freeze as well. So um, that's kind of the thing to keep in mind is how much water is in it. All right. so. Now let's add some kids. So monthly plan, uh, let's see, baby, one year or less is t- roughly two hundred a month. Low cost, one fifty ish. So one fifty to two hundred, and then it goes up from there, up to two fifty to three hundred ish for uh, preteen, and then the teenagers are about the same cost as an adult. So if you have a lot of teenagers and you're like, why is it? Why are they costing me so much money in foods? Because they're, they're eating about as much as an adult. So um, that ranges from 300, uh, 250, 300 ish to roughly 400, depending on male, female, and the ages. So um, still a very wide range in there, right? So that's, it's not really that helpful, but that kind of gives you a guideline. Okay, like if I want to cut costs, is kind of my target. If I want to have some flexibility and I can comfortably afford, um, you know, to spend money, uh, more money on food, I can do that too with the liberals. So that kind of gives you a range there, right? So I'm going to stop sharing my screen. All right. So um what I generally set as a guideline is so for one person, like I said, it's gonna be a little bit harder to um save as much money. Like, you know, it's gonna be hard to spend or less than like a hundred a week on food. Now can you? Absolutely. Like, yes, you can, but let's just say generally speaking, roughly a hundred dollars a week, three hundred to four hundred dollars a month for one person. And that's, that still gives you quite a bit of wiggle room, depending on the kind of meals that you are making and what you can freeze and that kind of stuff. Like you could still probably cut that down, um, if you wanted to now two people, um, I generally say 400 to $500 a month. Um, that is a good range Two people. Like you're still buying probably about the same amount as one person, but you know, you can stretch it a little bit further, um, Now for people, so maybe you have two kids. I would say six hundred to seven hundred dollars. month, roughly. Um, Of course, this is just general guidelines, because I know you guys like to have some guidelines and some, some quote unquote rules, but of course, you know, dietary restrictions, what your kids will actually eat. (laughs) Some kids are very, very, very picky, or maybe they're autistic and will literally only eat certain things and certain brands. Um, So, you know, you got to take that um, into consideration as well. So these are just kind of the average guidelines, right? um based on my own experience and this is updated so this is updated with cost of inflation um and things like that and i think this is you could definitely cut this down these amounts down and you could increase them, of course, like you can always go up, but you can certainly go down as well. So, you know, the average family, those of you listening four people, two kids, 600, $700 a month, of course, that's going to depend on their ages too. Right. So if you have two um, teenage boys and uh, they will eat that, that might be a little, you might have to bump it up. Right. So um, this is just kind of a general guideline for you. Uh, Five people, plus anywhere from 800 to twelve hundred dollars a month so it just kind of depends ages how many people you're feeding um do you have like I talked about before pre-packaged snacks all of that good stuff uh well maybe not so good stuff all of that stuff uh that costs a little bit more um that is going to add to your bill too right drinks uh drinks is a big one that adds up really quick um also uh depending on um if you're including toiletries, paper products, cleaning spice, dog food, that adds up really, really quickly. I typically include those if I'm picking them up with my grocery budget now um, or with my groceries. So if it's something that I buy all the time and I include it in my groceries, that's um, it is in my grocery budget. Now, if I have to go to a different store to get those things, it's in a different, different budget. It just makes it a little bit easier. So it's up to you if you want to include them or not. It is easier. Um, to just include them if you're getting them at the same time. So you don't have to do multiple um, transactions and try and keep up with it. It's just easier, right? So, all right. So I would love to know how much you are spending per month and what your goal is. Send me a message on Instagram, budgets made easy, follow along, let me know, or comment below if you're on YouTube, Uh, let me know what are you spending and what do you think is really a realistic amount for your family? And that's the key here, right? Is making it realistic for your family. It's not going to be the same for everybody. Um, And like I said, it's not going to be like, oh my gosh, you overspent, your budget should be $300 a month. You should not be spending $800 a month. Well, it depends, right? It depends on your family, it depends on where you live a lot of times, but um, what the point is, is to be intentional and mindful about what you're spending. And if you are just way overspending and that's not what you wanna put your money towards, um, then you can start making those changes, right? But if you like to cook, you like to spend money on a food, that's fine too, right? It's all about priorities. Um, you know I just want you to keep in mind that money that you're wasting quote unquote wasting if you feel like you're wasting it on food is not going to other things that you actually want it to go to like saving and paying off debt right so that is the key to um, getting things under control is prioritizing what you want to prioritize spending um, a realistic amount on things that um, you want to spend money on so let me know what uh you are working on this month and don't forget the money success plan or money success (laughs) club is open from wednesday august 2nd through august 6th and won't open again until october so if you don't join us now you can join us in october but if you're ready to uh, get this meal planning and meal spending under control come join us that's what we're focusing on for the month of august i'd love to have you go to budgetsmadeeasy.com msc and i will talk to you soon